Hi, my name is Thomas Johnson, and I'm the founder and CEO of Get Up and Get Fit Wellness Concierge. And I'm also a C-suite advisor and investor. And you're listening to the How May I Serve You podcast, where I'm constantly on the quest to surround myself with the best coaches while learning how to better serve our executive clientele by asking them, how may I serve you? Today's show is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. And Get Up and Get Fit will be providing students with textbooks and school supplies in honor of our guest today, as well as our philanthropic mission to impact at least 50,000 people per year. And today's guest is Howard Brown. Howard, welcome. Thomas, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Happy to serve with you because teamwork makes the dream work. Awesome. Yes, indeed. And Howard Brown is an author, Silicon Valley entrepreneur, interfaith peacemaker, two-time stage four cancer survivor, and healthcare advocate. For more than three decades, Howard's business innovations, leadership principles, mentoring, and his resilience in beating cancer against long odds have made him a sought-after speaker and consultant for businesses, nonprofits, congregations, and community groups. Okay. In his business career, Howard was a pioneer in helping to launch a series of technology startups before he co-founded two social networks that were the first to connect religious communities around the world. He served his alma mater, Babson College, ranked by U.S. News as the nation's top college for entrepreneurship as a trustee and president of Babson's Worldwide Alumni Network. His, his hard-earned wisdom about resilience after beating cancer twice has led him to become a nationally known patient advocate and cancer whisperer to many fam- families. Visit Howard at ShiningBrightly.com to contact him and also learn about his ongoing works. Howard, welcome. Actually, no, before you even get started, listen, it's you and your wife. So Howard and his wife, Lisa, and daughter, Emily, currently reside in Michigan. How's Michigan, Howard? Michigan, we actually have sunshine in spring, but it's cold. It feels like winter, but the sun is out. And so we're very happy. I guess I guess it's baseball starts today. So we got to be grateful. So Open I'm thrilled season. about that. And thank you for reading my bio. I'm Howard. I'm, I'm here as a point guard and a teammate uh, to, to move things forward. <laughs> yes, The bio is all the past accomplishments. It's what we're going to do today. Yeah, so so Howard, you're a very innovative person. You're very passionate, and you've been through a lot, man. You've been through a lot. So I know I read I read some information about you, uh, but I want you to tell us and the world give us the too many version of who is Howard Brown. So the the, the first thing is is that I, I am a son, a brother, a dad, a husband. Okay. That's the stuff that really matters at the end of your day. You, you don't even have 144 characters to put on your tombstone. So your family and, and, and who you are in your community, that's what really matters. But um, I've had an amazingly crazy life with uh, lots of ups and downs. So um, I came out of Babson as a, as, a, as, a, as a technology entrepreneur, started with a big company and then went to a whole bunch of startups and had lots of crazy success, lots of crazy failures. And but I've always maintained my service to uh, the community as a big brother and fundraising and for the cancer world and the Jewish world and, and, and the interfaith world. And so uh, that's, that's me in a nutshell. And I continue to do that after surviving 
two stage four cancer diagnoses, once at age 23 from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma mm -hmm. and a bone marrow transplant that saved my life from my twin sister. And then unfortunately at age 50, I had a colonoscopy and I had stage three, a metastatic stage four uh, colon cancer uh, just six years ago. And I'm uh, building Humpty Dumpty all over again. Mm. And I am preaching to the world to go get screened, go get your medical checkups, uh, because if you're not healthy, you're not functioning at full throttle. Today's episode is sponsored by Get Up and Get Fit. Being an executive can be very demanding. Your schedule is unpredictable. You have conflicting responsibilities that pull you in multiple directions at once. You travel too much, work late hours, and cross time zones. All things that wreak havoc on your body. This is why having a wellness support team is necessary. Get Up and Get Fit is the wellness concierge support that busy executives, entrepreneurs, and celebs rely on to keep them healthy and fit despite their hectic schedules. A body under prolonged stress is not a healthy body. Time to reduce your stress. Increase your energy, flexibility, strength, and endurance so you can enjoy life instead of just living it. Go to getupandgetfit.com. That's G-E-T-U-P-N-G-E-T-F-I-T. Dot com and schedule your consultation right now. Get up and get fit. It's a lifestyle. So Howard, man, you know, you, you had cancer not once, but twice, you know? So tell us about, you know, that, uh, that experience, that ordeal, man, because I know going through here, hearing the news the first time must have been earth shattering. You know, how how did you get past, you know, um, actually get past and get through those obstacles, you know, the, the, the heartaches, you know, the, the, the mental block and et cetera? So I got through with a lot of help <laughs> um, because it can't be done alone. Um, isolation leads to darkness and, and, mm -hmm. and, and you can't do it by yourself. So only God knows your number. So my number is not up, but I did not know that nothing came guaranteed. So in 1989, when I was diagnosed with stage four uh, T cell non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, I was told that I had a very short window to live. The mm. cancer was aggressive and I was failing chemotherapies. My twin sister, exact match, one in 24,000 chance of being a match. So I hit the lottery Wow! and her bone marrow could have killed me, could have killed me quickly over time but it actually saved my life. Mm. And I owe a debt of gratitude. That is miracle number one. It saved my life. And then I had to put the pieces of my life back together. So, you know, cancer stops everything in its tracks. Your life comes to a screeching hold. So I moved back in with mom and dad. They helped me and were my caregivers and caregivers uh, are basically angels on this earth. And they got me back and going. And I moved out to California to rebuild myself. Um, rebuild my mental toughness, my confidence, my physical fitness, and get back my career going. And also adding that, that component of service, volunteerism in the community, and all that stuff started to come together. And I got blessed with 26 more years. Okay. Mm. And I got married. I met, I met the love of my life, Hollywood style, my <laughs> wife, Lisa, uh, at Shutters at the Beach, overlooking the Pacific Ocean. I became wow. a big brother. I started to build and my business success started to really come forward. I left a big company, NCR AT&T, and I went to my first startup. And uh, it was in the audio video world of Avid Technology. We changed the whole business of television and broadcast. 
totally innovative, totally exciting, totally a workaholic. <laughs> Some habits are hard to break. And then moved up to Silicon Valley and um, had two more startups. And I realized that the pace was unachievable. You can't keep sprinting without taking a breath and taking a rest. Mm -hmm. And my wife said, you got to take a rest, man, because uh, you know what? You're never home. <laughs> You're working 20 hours a week, seven days a week. And uh, we brought uh, the one thing before I did any chemotherapy in 1989, I froze some sperm, which my okay. wise doctor, Eric Rubin, gave me great advice of talking about fertility. And they, they still need to do that more today. And 11 years later, miracle two, frozen sperm became my daughter, Emily, a healthy baby girl. We brought a life into this world. Okay. Got to say amen to that. Definitely. And so, uh, and then I moved back to Michigan after Silicon Valley kind of had its you know, downfall in the early 2000s. And I built two startups. And the world's largest social network is, it's a trick question there, Thomas, what do you think it is? The world largest social network right now, Facebook yeah. has come to mind, you know, that's, that's what's come to mind. Not but, Facebook, but, not but, any but, technology but, company. Oh, talk to me, talk to Faith me. Faith and religion are the largest social networks in the world. That's true. That, and that I, is built, true. I built, I built uh, two different uh, uh, community platforms uh, to do that, to connect the Jewish community and then to connect the Christian community, the Muslim community, the Indian community. And unfortunately, in 2016, at age 50, I went in for my colonoscopy as I should. And mm -hmm. I got uh, basically told that I had stage three colon cancer that a year later turned into metastatic stage mm. four. That means the colon cancer spread to my yep. liver, my mm -hmm. stomach, correct, and my bowel. And again, lightning struck again. They told me I had very small chance of living, at, you know, six to eight months, six to 12 months. It didn't matter. I had to go through the chemo, the surgeries, the side effects all over again. And my daughter was a freshman in high school. I had no guarantees I would see her graduate high school. Roll the clock forward. I'm alive. I had this massive surgery where they took out all the uh, uh, cancer, live and dead cells in my stomach. Uh, they did a big cut from my pelvis to my uh, chest. And then they poured hot chemotherapy inside of me to kill microcell cancer. Oof mother of all surgeries, 13 hour surgery. And it took me a year and a half to get better from that. And then I got the happiest day of my life, September 20th, 1919. I got a CAT scan result that said no evidence of disease at this time. And okay. I keep getting scans that way. And I keep kind of building Humpty Dumpty up again. And this time I'm rebuilding myself, you know, as an author and a speaker and a coach, because mm -hmm. I actually have the lived experience of basically being knocked down and we've all been knocked down in life, in family, in business and in health. The key is to get back up again. And that's so my Howard, coaching. That's what okay. I do. That's amazing right there, Howard. You, 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 it seemed like you've lived many lives, right? The story you just shared with me, your life story, it seemed like three, four, five different people in, in one story, you know? But this was, this was your story. You lived it. You went through it. You, you've had ups, you have downs, you had two near-death experiences that a doctor who are supposed to be expert basically say you're just going to um die and now right. you're here sitting right before me having this conversation you That's know right. god is great man it is great. <laughs> exactly but again it's what you do with that after so um you know i i, I can't just stand around I, it's it's time to go motivate educate and inspire others yes and indeed. that that's the calling man that is the calling yes indeed so howard so what would you say to the 
typical business person, right? Uh, and uh, typical entrepreneur that's all about that grind, right? And they're grinding so much that they don't even have time to invest in their own wellness. What would you say to that person right now after going through what you went through? I will tell them to wake up because if you are ill, if you're sick, if you're not taking care of yourself, you are not your best you and you can't be your, your best business you, you can't be your best family you, your best friend you. So I would say, wake up, wake up now, okay? And pace, pace yourself, okay? Mm. Um, we kind of, you know, since COVID and we're all digital, you know, and, and we have 24 hour TV and 24 hour internet, uh, it doesn't mean you have to be 24 hours. It's not healthy. Sleeping is needed. It's healing, it's restorative. Exercise, same thing meditation, yoga, whatever your calling is, uh, walking on the beach, finding, I call it finding your happy place in my book. Mine is on the mm. basketball court where a place where you find no stress, you have to live balance. And people talk about a work-life balance, but if you don't schedule it and don't do it and don't plan for it, bad things can happen. That's yeah. my advice to a, to an entrepreneur that's in the grind now of raising money, trying to build a team, trying to monetize, trying to bring a solution to market, trying to innovate. You got to do that with pace. Yeah. And, and I know you went to the top entrepreneur school, right? Babson. And so do, do you get the chance to speak to the, um, the students of Babson, like these entrepreneurs that are, you know, they're, they're, they're ready to take on the world and they're excited. They're ready to um, just go in. Do you get the chance to go back as an alum to speak to them once in a while? I do. And um, I, I give them, you know, I, I'm now, I can't believe it, 57 years old. I've lived a little bit, right? So I do. I, I coach uh, some students um, and I actually uh, try to get as many students from the state of Michigan to Babson. Uh, you know, it's it, it, the curriculum, okay, uh, doesn't teach pace. But what it does do is it teaches you what you need to do for to be entrepreneurship of all kinds. It takes so many different shapes and forms and sizes. Um, you know, you can own a gas station and you still got to be an entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. You could have a family business and you could still be an entrepreneur. Um, you could have a digital business. You can have a brick and mortar business and you still need to be an entrepreneur and you need that skill set. And the biggest advice I give them is to be cognizant of when you're building teams, organizational behavior, the best teams win, the best team chemistry scores the most touchdowns. Okay. Unless you're in golf or swimming or, um, you know, a sport like tennis, where you're basically based on yourself and your own abilities, you still have a team behind you. The yeah, best you have a coach teams too. win. The best teams win. So I love it. I go back to Babson. I'm heading back there in a couple of weeks. I love sitting down, having coffee with students and having them tell me, you know, what's going on. And I ask them, what's the biggest hurdle you're facing now? And sometimes the advice is to take two steps back. Sometimes it's to plow through the wall. Sometimes it's to go over it. Sometimes it's to go around it. And sometimes it's to choose a different path. So mm. you got to make some decisions. And they go, well, what would you do, Howard? I say, uh-uh, you can't get off that easy. What would you do? <laughs> what would you do? You're nice the one who's got to do the journey. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. That's awesome right there. But it's the fact that you, you go back and you get the chance to speak to these, these college students that were once in your shoes, right? And now as a person that has lived life and, and going through, you know, the various experiences, now you, you can go back with some, some wisdom to bestow upon these um, students. <laughs> yeah, well, Babson, Babson basically drills into you lifelong learning, okay? In places where you are the coach or the master, and there's a lot of times you are the student. 
and you awesome. have to be humble and know that. And and I do. I'm still learning. Still yes, learning. Indeed. So Howard, what does your typical day look look like? You know now. So I mean, as a as a person that's wearing so many hats, um, but at the same time, you're able to balance your day because you you understand healthcare is important. What does a typical day look like? Do you mind share share with us? I, I would for for me right now, it's it's still very heavily uh, virtual. Okay. Um, but I schedule in to put my phone down and take the dog for a long walk, and it could be at one o'clock, two o'clock, five o'clock. I, 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 you got to put it down. You got to mm-hmm. disconnect. And I, I try to do that once a day. Um, I also try to exercise. And um, this morning was actually stretching and, uh, and push-ups and, and a little bit of sit-ups. But um, uh, I actually have, my day's a big mix. I'm talking to you today. But before this, I was on a seminar learning about um, uh, Navy SEALs and, and their lessons they learned that apply. And uh, so that was my learning piece. Um, Later today, I am on uh, an American Association of Cancer Research call about an upcoming conference in April. And okay. tonight, I actually have a board meeting in the Jewish community about you know how we're doing. And, and, and actually, this one's actually a very serious one. It's about uh, hate and anti-Semitism and, okay. and how to spread the word and educate the world that, that you are not born with hate, that it's a learned action and response. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a serious board meeting tonight. So I got a big day, very busy day today. So it's a combination of in-person and virtual or, or mostly virtual or all virtual? No, no, it's a, today it happens to be a combo. Okay. It's a combo. And, and, you know, and tomorrow I got, you know, more of the same, but I'm mixing in um, um, some, uh, some coaching tomorrow. Awesome. So awesome. I'm, I'm mixing in some coaching and one of them is a business coaching opportunity and the other one is actually uh, cancer. Okay. Okay. Cancer, cancer patient. Yep. So Howard, you know, um, what drives you, man? So my drive is that, um, I actually have a word, you know, basically I've, I've been gifted. Okay. My health back for a Mm. second time. And so, um, I will tell you that, um, I love mentorship. I like being the mentee. Okay. Cause that's learning. Mm -hmm. And then I like being the mentor and that's where I do that. Um, I actually have a free gift to everyone here that comes to shiningbrightly.com. Click on the mentorship, um, discussion guide. It basically gives you 16 ways and, and, and how to be a good mentor and a mentee. And it asks you to fill in the blanks on the last two, because this is an interactive response. Nice, Men- nice, mentorship nice. is leadership. It lights me up. Entrepreneurship lights me up. It just, it lights me up. That's awesome. And I, and I could tell as you speak, you know, you're, 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 you're flowing, you're glowing. <laughs> Thank you. I, actually, I'm shining. Yes, indeed. There you go. Got to have the shades. The shades on. <laughs> Mr. Shining Brightly. <laughs> awesome. So um, what are you currently working on right now? Because I know you, you wrote a book, right? Um, yes. So you have your book. Do you also have other projects that's in, in line? Well, I, I actually wrote two books. but Two uh, books. Okay. Yeah. So go to us. This, one, this one's uh, Shining Brightly is my memoir. It came out in September. It's doing really well. Nice. And um, it tells the story of how to lead a resilient life. Uh, with hope and and goodness, all right? And it talks about not getting into those dark places and what to do about it. So this book gives homework. It actually gives um, causes and it actually tells you, uh, you know, how to do things. And if you agree, you don't have to agree, uh, you can take action because Mm. positivity needs action. Um, The second book just came out in January. It's called The Art of Connection. 300 entrepreneurs wrote daily affirmations. And I'm mm-hmm. on page 263. So I'm okay. in a collaborative book. 
and a collaborative book is fun because you get basically 300 new friends that you know that could be on your podcast or you could be on their podcast and they're promoting you and you're promoting them so this is collaboration at its best so that's the second book out awesome i've got a third book in the works and um it basically is um called Canspiration, and I'm going to take stories from uh, folks that are actually going through or surviving cancer, and they're going to basically tell me how they shine through it all because it's brutal. And but you got to find that moment where you actually found some goodness, and um, it's it's in the works. And my podcast just released, uh, Shining Brightly Podcast, episode 15, How to Build an Iconic Life, is out. It came out come out, comes out every Wednesday. I've got a huge treat coming out next week. There's this amazing woman named Maggie Cook. You don't want to miss this episode. Orphan in Mexico. Went to uh, the University of Charleston on a basketball scholarship. Became homeless. Got a gift of $800. Started a salsa company. You know, chips and dip salsa? Yes, Maggie indeed. Salsa. 12 years later, got bought by Campbell Soup for $239 million. Wow, what a story. Exactly. <laughs> it can be done. It can happen. But you got to make it happen. So uh, the podcast is out and um, and I'm speaking everywhere. I'm speaking on lots of stages. So uh, I'm getting out there, uh, some virtual, but many, many in person. And uh, okay. I'm excited for that because uh, we miss that. I miss, miss the people contact piece. Of yeah, it. it's that, that's, social, that's great. Okay. So um, where can people find your book? Can they go on Amazon? Yeah, and it's on it? Amazon. It's type Howard Brown. It, it, it Type Shining Brightly. It, it comes up. You can come to my website, click on it. it, it yeah, we can get you a book. Awesome, awesome. So right now, man, I know you have a lot going on, but what is the the number one thing that's that's exciting right now in your life? Well, two things. One, I got to see my dad daughter graduate high school and college. She graduated the University of Michigan December eighteenth. Awesome. Okay. She she started her career as a, a multimedia journalist reporter, the community reporter for KPAX 8 in Missoula, Montana. Okay. So my wife and I, as empty nesters, at 7.30, we get on the KPAX 8 uh, app and we get to see my daughter, you know, four or five times a week doing her stories. And that's <laughs> exciting for us. But the other thing, um, you, you asked a question um, before in the green room is that uh, what I'm doing is, is traits of a good coach. Okay. And I started my coaching be, as being a mentor. Mentors are coaches. And actually, um, there's a book actually about high school coaches that I'm in. Okay. Uh, the America's nice. High School Coaches by Martin Davis. The reason that's important, they are so influential in your formative years between ages 14 and 18. Okay. And so I think that um, my coaching makes me a better person because I refine my listening skills. That's number one. Two, I hold myself accountable. Okay. And I hold my client accountable. And that's mm. accountability is stepping up, right? Yes, indeed. Also, I become a cheerleader, right? You become a cheerleader and you want to cheer that person on to victory, small wins and big wins, all right? And you want to help set them up for success. And those four principles, I get to do those things almost every day. That's a okay. great day. That's fun. Yes, yes indeed. So, so if someone were looking for a coach, right, I want you to put your... Put yourself in the 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 foot, the shoe of a of a potential prospect, right? Yeah. Um, if they were looking for a coach, what traits would you advise for them to look for? So, I I think that you want someone that is authentic. Um, they've have a lived experience, and also that they uh, 
they have the experience and connections in your space. It could be healthcare, it could be technology, it could be finance, it can be nonprofit, but but they, they have to have some relevance to you know what's going on in the space that you're interested and interested in getting um, the results from. Um, and you got to take that checklist and you got to actually have them, you got to be able to share, okay, honestly where you're at, okay? Where are you, where's your head? Okay, I always do this as a, Simon says, where's your head? Where is your emotional well-being at this time? Does it need to change? Where is your heart? And that comes down to your physical well-being and your fitness. Are you actually taking that walk? Are you decompressing? Are you meditating? Are you, are you in the gym and scheduling that? Um, and then I actually say, what's in your tummy? Okay. Are you fulfilled? Are you practicing gratitude? Are you being of service to others? And then lastly, I have you touch your tush and squeeze because it's time <laughs> to get your rear in gear and get something damn done. Where you are go. you stepping forward? So those four things I would look for in a coach. That's awesome right there. Okay. I'm a little animated, as you can tell. But, but that's good, though. That's good. That, that, that helps to that helps to uh, experience, right? Sometimes when a person speaks, um, a lot of folks tend to forget. But once you're able to create the experience, that tends to stick longer. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So now let's dive into, into storytelling time, right? I want you to share with us a time where you utilize your methodology, your um, you know, your coaching style to help to elevate one of your your client or your your you know your yeah, I would say your client to the to the next the next step or the next level. So the first thing that we do, okay, is we actually take a list of your priorities. Now priorities can be family, they can be health, they can be community, they can be business, doesn't matter. So you we help create a list. And then we actually talk about um, where you're at currently with that. So let's just talk about your health, all right? Are you um, good with your weight? Are you good? Do you have diabetes? Do you have any concerns? Um, depends where you're at, right? And we give it a score, a minus five to a plus five. And if you're at a minus two, do you wanna get to a zero or do you wanna get to a five? Now, if you're gonna get from minus two to five, that's not gonna happen in eight weeks. Okay, my sessions are usually once a week for an hour on Zoom, unless someone's local and we can meet for coffee. And uh, we talk about that. And then we take, you know, those eight things and we talk and we break them down each week. And then we actually have a plan. And after eight weeks, you want to continue and you want to keep diving deeper and keep moving forward. You can. But after eight weeks, the birdie can leave the nest. And go, go out there and we can do check ins and things like that. It's as, simple awesome. as, it's as simple as that, really. Okay, okay. So now, I mean, now I want you to pin up, like, really share with us a story about one of your clients that went through that process, right? That they went through the process and they were able to transform their life. Well, I, I'm, I'm not going to use a business example because I'm going to use a, a, a cancer example, a cancer okay. patient that, that basically just went through hell, all right? And they have to pick up their pieces, okay? Yeah. And I had to do the same. Oh, I, I have this lived experience, but everyone's blueprint is different. Sure. Not everybody takes the same path. And so in, in, in talking to um, a cancer patient, former military, mm. right? And they had some skills, okay. but they, uh, they basically didn't know that they actually had to come out and rebrand themselves. All right. They're not in the military now after cancer. So what are they going to do? 
All right. So we're talking about what they need to do. And they uh, they have young kids and they got to make a living again. And they got to rekindle the romance with their wife. So all this stuff is very private. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't share that with anybody. This is just the basics. And so we basically take him through the steps there. And we looked at a list of things he could do. And basically we decided he was going to actually go into real estate. Mm. And the victory was that he took the real estate test. He studied for it and passed it and got in with a firm. And he started to build his real estate career. And um, he told me that, uh, you know, his kids, you know, mean everything to him. He's making real time with his kids. They're, they're little. And that's really important. And he's got a date night with his wife. Mm, okay. okay. And here was a bonus that came out of it. He actually is using his voice. Okay. To talk about his experience in cancer and to advocate for screening. Okay. So I will tell you this, that if you get screened for your mammography, for your prostate, for your cardio, for your nutrition, go to the dentist or go get a colonoscopy. Okay. You might, you might just have another colonoscopy in 10 years and not have to go through all the, the treatment, the chemo, the surgeries, the side effects that many of us had to go through. Preventive care. Um, so, or like many stage four, four cancer patients, unfortunately, the cancer burden is too much and they die. All right. And this happens really a lot in the African-American community, the minority communities. Uh, and one of the biggest things that ever happened in the African-American community was the death of Chadwick Boseman. The Black Panther died of colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we've got, you know, Trey Mancini, the third baseman of the Baltimore Orioles that is living with cancer and is back. He won a World Series with the Houston Astros. So we, we have role models and we have examples. So um, it made me really, really pleased that he added that piece of service. Yeah, that's amazing mix. right there. Yeah, man. Um, this, like, this, you, you, you said this, you mentioned this before, not me. You mentioned the, the importance of having mentor. You know, you was able to not only coach him, but be, be his mentor, right? To guide him towards that next step. You know, suppose he had worked with, with another coach. Maybe he would have probably gone a different direction, but he had you by his side to help yeah. guide him. It's not like you told him what what to do, but you pretty much provided the framework, the guidance, right, the um, the support, and he was able to accomplish all of those those things you just mentioned right now. So kudos to you, kudos to your 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 coaching. Thank you for that compliment, and um, it gave me great pride because I don't know anything about the real estate business, but I didn't need to. That's not my that's my my job. Now, if I did know someone in the real estate business, I could have made an introduction, but didn't need it. Uh, he was in a different part of the geography of the country. And, mm-hmm. you know, I could have probably dug deep and found someone to introduce him to, but no, no, he, he did it amongst himself. You need that yourself. You need to be a go-getter and a go-giver. Yeah. And he did. It's, it's, it took me great pride. Yes, indeed. That's awesome right there. So, um, Howard, if someone were to um, get in contact with you, right, um, where can they go to find you? Well, it's really easy. So uh, shiningbrightly.com is the main place uh, to uh, talk to me about the book, to uh, download the uh, mentorship, uh, survivorship, and interfaith discussion guides, to be able to book me as a speaker or a podcast guest, and also to uh, talk to me about coaching. So awesome. uh, but I am on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I am very interactive. So uh, please 
contact me. Let's 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 talk it. Let's chop it up. Yes, indeed. So, um, Howard, thank you for coming on today's episode of the How May I Serve You podcast. And I also like to thank all of our listeners and viewers for letting us their ears and their eyeballs. And last but not least, Howard, I have one last question for you. And that is, how may I serve you? Well, first of all, inviting me as a guest on your podcast and sharing me with your audience is a gift. And I am grateful for that. But um, we are shining brightly every day to make this world a better place. And um, we're going we're gonna to walk to Babson and we're going to talk about getting a school in, uh, in, in Africa, man. That's, that's what we can do together. That's yes, how we're going to serve each other. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to team up and we're going to do that together. And I really appreciate that opportunity. So that's, that's how awesome. you can serve me. Ooh, listen, this is awesome right here. Howard's about to help to help me accomplish my dream, which is to create a uh, trade school in Liberia. So I'm looking forward to this collaboration, Howard. <laughs> Let's do it. So again, this is your host, Thomas Johnson. If you enjoyed today's episode, please feel free to share it with somebody else that will benefit. And make sure to tune in for next week's episode. Take care. Be blessed. Cheers. We're out.